Hey, everybody. Still making my notes here. Sorry. Um, hope you are doing well today. Happy Thursday. The week is almost over. If we're being honest, the week is pretty much over for me. I barely work on Fridays, and the kids have the day off tomorrow for parent-teacher conference day. We'll get into that in a moment. Um, while we are waiting for folks to join, Cooped Up is my website. You can check that out anytime. I'm Cooped Up is my handle in all the social places. Would love a follow, particularly on the Instagrams. Um, and I'm technically on the TikToks, but I don't do much there. Carrie and I have had a whole long discussion about that. Report back in later on that. And wherever you watch or listen to this, be sure you click on the subscribe button, bell, whatever it is. This is broadcast live on Facebook, YouTube, and then rebroadcast in audio format on all the major podcasting platforms. So if you are just out on your walk and you want to listen along, you can on the replay. So I hope everyone is doing well. Hey, Mama. Hey, how are you doing? Oh, <laughs> Jackie said, your caption had me freaked out that she had died. Talking about Dolly Parton. No, big news on Dolly today. Dolly Parton has announced, I don't know if it was today or earlier this week, but I saw it today, so it was news to me. Uh, Dolly Parton has announced that she is officially retiring from touring. You will not be able to see her in concert anymore, ever, ever, ever again. She has no share. She's not going to have a, a, an endless uh, a farewell tour. She did say, though, however, that she may still uh, appear in special concert appearances. So, like, if they do some tribute to the Grand Ole Opry, I'm sure she'll be there. If there's some specific show, like that sort of thing, that she will still be performing she just does not want to be um, away from home. She, she said, in my advanced years, uh, I don't, and, and Carl, her husband, in our advanced years, we don't want to be home, away from home, more than a day or two at a time, is what she said. So, and I can understand that. I would, can I let you in on something, though? I actually don't like Dolly Parton in concert very much. <laughs> I know, it's terrible to say. The last time I saw her in concert, I told my, it was at American Airlines Center, and I told her that it would be the last time I ever saw her in concert. And here's why. The greats, sometimes they just hang on a little bit too long and the concerts are not good anymore. Tina Turner was the same way. The last concert I saw of Tina Turner, I was like, I don't want to see her again in concert because she, she was a little unsteady on her feet. Dolly Parton was just trying way too hard to be like hip and with it. You know, cute as can be. I love Dolly Parton. I got a whole tribute to her right there. I got another picture of her right there. Do I have any more? I think those are the only two Dollies I have at the moment in, in within eyesight. But um, love her to death. But the um, uh, she just was like, she was like, I just can't figure out this modern technology. That sort of thing. And it was just so weird. And then she did this really, really creepy version of, I got a brand new pair of roller skates. You got a brand new key. Uh, whatever that song, Roller Skates and Key, whatever. It's, Joni Mitchell, I think, did that. And she had these two big pigtails on that she just strapped on. And she actually, this is the weirdest thing. Dolly had multiple costume and wardrobe and wig changes, but never left the stage. She stayed on the stage the entire time and they would just come up and put something up or they would tear something off of her or like with the wig thing when she had the pigtails, she, I don't know how she, I don't remember how she got it on, but she just tore the pigtails off 
And suddenly she had a whole different wig. It was interesting, but I was like, huh, I don't, I don't think of it. Eric is saying that Dolly was the first concert Mark and he and Mark, his husband, saw it together in 2002. Monica, were you there with me? I think you were. I think you went to Dolly Parton with us. It was at American Airlines Center. We had great seats. I do remember that. And um, it was just afterwards, I was like, huh, not who I wanted to see this time. And I'd seen her many times before. The only concert that she, when she's come to Dallas that I super regret not seeing is that she played at the, uh, the Granada Theater, which was a tiny, tiny little venue, which may have been when you saw her, Eric. Tiny. The only thing is it was standing room only. I would never do that today. But it was, it's, a small, it's an old movie theater. Like, like maybe a little bit bigger than a movie theater. And it has like tiers. And it's a it's kind of a concert venue slash uh, corporate event space, that sort of thing. Yeah, that's where you saw her at the Granada. Uh, I heard it was very crowded. But that's where I would have liked to have seen her. Because I think that that would have been fun. But you know what? I don't think we've heard the end of her. She loves... She loves um, the spotlight. She loves the social media. She is, Dolly Parton is fantastic at Instagram, I will tell you, and, and Facebook and all the rest. And I haven't actually checked if she's on the TikToks or not. Hang on, I need to put my phone to do not disturb. I'm getting messages and they're just, they're disturbing me. Um, I will get to that in a moment. Uh, but the, um, so I don't think we've seen the end of her. She's not over. She is just not doing the big tours. Um Monica said, she said, if I had a wardrobe malfunction, I'd take out the first four rows. Yes. Um, I think the very first time I saw her in concert was at SeaWorld in San Antonio. That would have been in summer of 1992, I believe. I think I just gotten back from my foreign exchange year in Germany because I spent my junior year of high school living in Germany. I just gotten back in um, at the end of June. And I believe we went as a big family reunion. And my grand, my granddaddy, my grandmother, all of us took everybody to SeaWorld of Texas. And that would have been in that summer. So, um, yes, that's Monica remembers that too. And that sounds about right. Monica, you would have been like, you would have been a rising sophomore and I would as a rising senior. So um, it was indeed standing room. Okay, when I was 20. Exactly, exactly. So, um Anyway, so what else do I have on my list to talk about? I'm going to bounce around a little bit. So I got my blood test back from the doctor. As I told y'all before, I had kind of a medical scare. My blood pressure was like crazy, crazy. And I needed to um, get that under control. It took forever to get a doctor's appointment. So I'm doing that. My blood pressure's dropping. I'm not like loopy anymore. Last couple of days, I've been really loopy from it. But... Um, they did the blood test and the liver, he was like, liver's great. That one shocked me. <laughs> the kidneys are fine. And uh, what's the other one? The PSA, the one telling you where they're going to have, uh, if you have evidence of prostate cancer yet, that one was fine. And that one was so low that the probability of me having cancer based on that, again, I'm just reading the chart. I've not analyzed it yet. So correct me if I'm wrong. But it said at the 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 probably they give you a, the the range, my level, the range, and then what the probability of it turning into cancer is. And I was at a one percent probability for prostate cancer. It does not run in my family that I know of. 
We don't really, there's maybe one grandparent that we're not sure is actually the grandparent, but that's a whole other thing. Um, so we have, we have a mystery lineage, but I'm guessing they're healthy because we don't really have a lot uh, going on. Um, so anyway, so all good. My bad cholesterol is that the D L D D C L whatever one was a little elevated, not tremendously. He didn't seem to be worried about it. He was like, just want to keep an eye on that one, not medicated or anything like that. And then my blood sugar, which it measures your blood sugar for the last three months. I did not realize that. Um, no wonder it was high because I had like a party hardy. The first two months of that three month window were a lot of drinking. The cruise, vacation at my in-laws, summertime. And then the last month of it was was me pretending to be a teetotaler. But um, he said that was a little elevated. It was not pre-diabetic yet, but it was elevated and he wants me to to try to get that under control too. So, and while I was at the doctor, I don't know if I told you all this, while I was at the doctor on uh, Monday morning, um, I told him, I was like, you know what? I suspect that I might have ADHD. And I would like to know, because I feel like my, as a 40, almost 48 year old man, I feel like I have done a good job of with coping mechanisms and to live with it and to, it, but I feel like some of those coping mechanisms aren't keeping up with the pace of my life, all the things, all of that, right? And so, um, and so, like, I have things like my coping mechanisms are I keep certain, so to keep from losing things, I never lose anything. And the reason I never lose anything is not because I'm not a, a, a losing person, it is, and I mean, losing like possessions, like keys, sunglasses, clothing items, new bracelets. By the way, do you like my new big bracelet? QVC. Um, I, uh, uh, the way I don't lose like my keys is that I know that my keys always live in the same places. I never, ever, ever with no exception whatsoever. Do I set my keys down? My keys are either in the drawer in the kitchen, they're in my pocket or they are in my little caddy in the closet where I put rings and bracelets and stuff like that. So that I know where it is, little coins, whatever. So I have this little pinched leather thing that's in there. So like my keys are always there. I lose my fucking shit, go batshit crazy on my family, mommy dearest level. If they move my stuff, if they leave it somewhere else, they put it somewhere that doesn't belong. Scissors, I never can find scissors. I probably own 47 pairs of scissors because I keep them. I have a set over there and I have a set right here. And I'm noticing the set right here is not here at the moment. And that's already making me unhappy. <laughs> Do I see two over there? No, I do not. Oh, I do see two over on my table over there. So someone used them, took them here, took them over there, set them down. I don't like that. But anyway, so I suspected, and based on Mason has ADHD, and um, uh, he, uh, some of the things that, he's not biologically related to me, y'all know that. But the some of the things that I see in him and the treatment and all of that stuff, I'm like, oh, that looks like a mirror to me. Like, I feel like that's me right there. A lot of it. And so I talked to the doctor and I was like, who do I talk to about that? I know numerous people. I have a client actually who was diagnosed as a 50-year-old woman with ADHD, adult ADHD. Um, and she said it was like life-changing, changed her life. And I was like, I want that. So I talked to the doctor and said, you need to see a psychiatrist, blah, blah, blah. They're the ones who prescribe that sort of thing. So I was like, okay. So I talked to some friends and 
here's the weird thing. Not weird. It's just modern, new, whatever. Is some people were like, try one of those online. Like they tried one of those online ADHD, psychiatrist, whatever places. And they had a good experience. And so I was like, okay. And I had searched for some. And so then, of course, I got a million ads for it. So I last night, last night went to this one service called Done, D-O-N-E, donefirst.com, I believe is the website. And you pay them like 150-ish bucks, somewhere in that range, to set up an appointment for an evaluation. You do a self-evaluation. There's a bunch of questionnaires that you do, like different questions about mental health and uh, history, family history, and uh, certain things that you forget, don't forget, all that kind of stuff. By the way, all of the questions were like almost the same that we did with an actual like in-person therapist that Mason goes to at a, a, a therapy counseling center for ADHD kids, like to get his diagnosis. And we paid $750 for, by the way. Um, so did all that. Then last night, I finished that, and then they're like, okay, you can make an appointment. They had a, happened to have an appointment available today at 1.30. I was on a Zoom with this uh, the woman, the doctor, Dr. George. I was on with her for 25 minutes. She asked, I, I mean, I would say like almost to the letter, the same questions that Mason's people do too in person. And then we got to the end of it, and she was like, yeah. I'm pretty sure you're ADHD and there's no way it's all based on like self-reporting, all that kind of stuff. Right. There's no like blood test that you can do for it. So it's all based on observations around you. And then this is really where medical medicine becomes a practice. They're practicing on you until they figure out the answer. Um, and so she's like, okay, so I'm going to prescribe you with um, a non-stimulant one. And she gave me a choice between two um, stratata, stratavia, something like that. And then the other one is Quelbury, and that's actually the one Mason takes. And I was like, well, my son takes Quelbury. I'm familiar with that one. He seems to have great success with it. Let's go with that. She's like, boop, 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 boop. It's at your pharmacy. You can, you, they're going to let you know. You can go pick it up. That easy. So from last night to today, I've heard of people having to wait months to get, like, psychiatrist appointments and all that kind of stuff. And I got it, like, with less than 24 hours. And, again, I was like, this sounds shady. Like, I was kind of distrustful of it. But then when I, once I got into it and it was all of the same questions, like literally the same questions that Mason got asked and that we got asked and Mason's teachers got asked and everyone around him got asked. I was like, okay, okay. So maybe this doesn't sound as shady. Is it? And I'm sure there are others. And I know some of them have gotten in trouble because I'm, you know what? There are people who uh, abused every system. I mean, I'm sure there are people who have Adderall or whatever, which are some of the stimulant ones that shouldn't have it. They just like the high of it. So I immediately, after I got off that, I, I FaceTimed with two people I know who are both ADHD. And I was like, this was my experience. It seemed very similar to Mason's experience. How does this rate with you? And these are people who go to a psychiatrist twice a year to get uh, an evaluation, all that kind of stuff. And they were both like, nope, that sounds right. You spent about 25 minutes with the doctor. That's it. He has all those exact same questions. That's it. And then you get a prescription. So I'm officially ADHD, y'all. <laughs> um, uh, Aaron is saying, I got conned into paying 6K for my son's diagnosis at a hospital. I know, it's crazy. Mason's, Mason's was 750 at a 
not six thousand dollars, but seven hundred and fifty dollars at at this at this other place. So it's crazy. Monica's saying, doesn't that suppress your appetite too? Bonus. Yes, it does. May actually we forgot to give Mason his pill this morning and he got home from school and he's like, I'm starving. I had my appetite today. Because he eats just a, a, a limited lunch. So um, I'm like, bonus. To set your minds at ease, though, I'm not racing into this. I already sent a message through, not my chart. Uh, our doctor uses some very, very uh, uh, remedial, rem, rem, uh, rudimentary, not good version of my chart of getting results and stuff. Not nearly as user-friendly. It doesn't have an app or anything like that. I love my chart. I wish they used my chart. But um, so I sent him a message through that. And I was like, hey, this is you told me to go see a person. I saw a person. They gave me a prescription. And now I'm wanting to know, do you think one, Quelbury is safe if I'm taking blood pressure medication? The doctor said, they, the psychiatrist said it was. I've checked and it does say there is a risk of elevated blood pressure. But I'm guessing if you take a medicine to do that, does that mean I'm getting old when I've got a, one medicine to, to give me an up and one medicine to give me a down? Like, is that, uh, <laughs> did I just have a stroke? <laughs> I know. Um, no, but I am going to, I'm not going to rush into it. I'm going to let this work through my, the, the blood pressure medicine, do what it needs to do. Let me get to a baseline with that before I introduce anything new. My body's like, uh, I will tell you, I am, I don't know if it's the blood pressure medicine or what, but I think it is. I am, my stomach hurts and, but not like in a like dying painful way. I feel like I have gas and I do have gas. I'm usually, and this is classy as always, usually the first hour I wake up, hour or two, I'm waking, I'm a gas bag, farting all the time, like done, like just gassy, gassy, gassy. That's just my normal, like first hour of being awake. I don't have that right now. It's all still inside me and I feel the pressure and it hurts. So I'm thinking about taking some gas X or something, or at least a Tums. Um, so uh, eventually it will take you a medicine to get you up and down. What, which kind of medicine are you talking about? By the way, did you, so I had a question about something. So my mom mentioned this the other day, so, and I knew this. Viagra was originally a blood pressure medication and then as a side effect, they noticed that it was giving people boners, right? Or that they men with erectile dysfunction could get boners if they were on this blood pressure medicine, right? That's what they figured out. It wasn't designed as a boner pill. Just happens to be one. So, like, what happens if you are, like, like that pill the last couple of days has made me feel like crazy loopy, my blood pressure dropping, my body having to get used to that. Uh, the new lower blood pressure, all that kind of stuff. What I've never taken Viagra. Hopefully I never have to. But like, what happens when you take it? Do you do you have a boner, but then you're like woozy and loopy and like you feel drunk? Like, that's what I want to know. If it is actually dropping your blood pressure in order for you to get a... How, like, how do you feel? Like, is sex that worth it to you? I'm practically asexual. I mean, I not, not officially, but I've been married for 25 years. I have two children. I'm 50. I'm overweight. Yeah. There's not a lot happening in that arena of my life. So um, to me, a good night's sleep is way more interesting than, I don't even remember how long, 15 minutes, seven minutes, 70 minutes. I actually don't know. But yes, 
Uh, <laughs> Eric, I knew you were going to say that. Gassy, 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 classy, gassy, classy. Yes. Um, so, uh, what did you? What else did y'all say? What does it mean if you lose everything? Oh, are you saying that, Monica? That means you do not have good coping mechanisms. That you do not know where you put shit because you just put it down and you can't remember it. You're scatterbrained, all of that kind of stuff. That's maybe you have. Did you know that? Uh, uh, I think I saw somewhere that women are diagnosed with ADHD eighty percent less than men, or something like that. Isn't that crazy? Um, I am my mother's child. She passed that gene to both of them. But the gassy gene, yeah, um, or or the or the no sexy sexy gene. Which uh, which are you talking about? Or both, maybe. Um, so anyway, so in this, and so in this week's episode, let's talk about all the Koopa's ailments, blood pressure, blood tests, ADHD assessment. Yes. Um, what else did I have? Did y'all see that the, uh, the story about, I guess it was earlier this week, a grandmother in Indonesia, I believe it was, or someplace like that was out picking some leaves off of some tree and she went missing and everyone was looking for her. Where'd she go? Where's granny? They saw this 20 foot pie, 22 foot Python with an unusually large bulge in its body hanging around close to where they were. They killed the damn thing. They cut it open and she was dead inside the python this so granny was eaten by a 22 foot python while collecting fruits or something like that the um and here's the crazy thing in the article that i read and i sent it to my mom and she's like hell no uh in the article it says it takes two hours for a python to eat something the size of a human two so that poor lady was getting consumed for two hours and i don't think pythons do they kill do they like Maybe they wrap around you. That's boa constrictor. Does the python just go into you and start digesting you? Like, I don't know how that works. Like, was she dead and then it swallowed her? Or was it alive until it got up to, like, here and then, like, she drowned? That must have been a tiny granny. I mean, it was Indonesia and they tend to be smaller people. But, yes. Isn't that, isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy? Um, oh, and then if you saw it, you... It looked like there was a little a little person that Monica thinks they constrict to. Well, I would hope so. If I'm going to get eaten by a bow constrictor or a python or anything big, I hope that shit gives me a good hug and puts me to sleep first. That is what I want to happen. I do not want to be like... Because I guess, I mean, you would have to be. Because otherwise you could kick, you could scream. I don't know. Especially if you went in legs first, you could just be kicking your legs, tearing it apart. So... Monica is saying everything is blamed on perimenopause for women. I, you know, I think that that's my issue right now too. Not, I don't have perimenopause, but I think I'm going through some life change. Uh, men do that. I don't think most people admit that, but I think there is a natural midlife chemical change that happens in a man. And I'm just having trouble getting my concentration. I'm having trouble staying on task. The worst part is that, and this is like a telltale sign is I am I'm very good at getting excited about stuff. I'm very good at getting other people excited about stuff. I'm very good about getting it rolling, having the great ideas. It's brilliant, done, done. And then when I get to the part where we have to pull the trigger, I ghost. 
or I'm not interested anymore. Or it's not that I don't even think, I still think it's a great idea. It's just, I the excitement was gone for me. I cannot tell you how many proposals people have, I've been like, yes, yes, perfect client. Great. We're going to do good work for you. Blah, 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 blah. And then, and then like weeks later, they're like, where's our fucking proposal? And then I end up ghosting because then I'm embarrassed that it took me a month to not to procrastinate because I am a procrastinator. Uh, it took me a month. And then at that point, I know it's too late. So then I don't want to be subject to that uh, scrutiny. And so then I just like, whatever. So <laughs> that could be genetics too. Yeah. It just doesn't feel right. My mother is uh, known for that too. Yes. Um, and then what else do I have on my list? This week at my kid's school, it probably was at yours too, Eric, um, and Aaron, maybe your kid's school as well. It's Red Ribbon Week, and Red Ribbon Week is where schools nationwide have these themes where they talk to kids in age-appropriate ways about um, drug use and drug abuse and all that kind of stuff, right? And every day there's a different theme, and you know, like, I don't think they had it when we were kids. I don't. I think we just had straight up just say no to drugs. Like, I don't think there was like a a red ribbon week and all that kind of stuff. But I do know that younger people than me, but older than my children, it was like, it was like sweet things like pajamas day and all of that kind of stuff. And by the way, none of what I'm saying is in critic is criticizing my school at all. It's more just telling a funny story every day this week. And we don't have school tomorrow. Tomorrow is parent teacher conference day. So today is kind of like a Friday and we just have at nine o'clock tomorrow parent-teacher conference try to do it early enough to get out of the way but not so early that we're like why the fuck are we waking up this early but the um uh so monday was wear red like red out everyone wear red right piece of cake not that hard to do or wear something red tuesday was uh tuesday was i already lost it what was tuesday yesterday was cowboy Tuesday, wow, God damn it! what was Tuesday? Yesterday was Cowboy Day. Kids did not dress up because Claire, and you know, when you, when you have uniforms for school, these weeks are actually terrible. You would think it'd be great, it's like free dress week. No, because suddenly you have to have all the clothes and all, all of the things, right? Um, what was Tuesday? That's going to drive me nuts. But yesterday was Cowboy Day. The kids, Mason had no interest in it, and uh, Claire... Had a cowboy hat on, a pink shirt, a big belt buckle, jeans, all that kind of stuff. One by one, she took it off where she was just wearing uh, a t-shirt and jeans. And I was like, nope, go put your uniform on. So she went to school in a uniform yesterday. Today was, I don't remember the actual theme, but effectively it was dress like your parents in school day. So they were supposed to dress like how daddy and papa, me and Todd, dressed when we were students. Uh that's how they were supposed to dress. Effectively, it was they needed to dress like the late 80s, early 90s, which effectively also meant that they dress exactly the way they do on the weekends. Like, I was like, you can just wear the same shit that you wear on Friday and Saturday or Saturday and Sunday, because that's all the rage. I was like, you're currently all of y'all are stealing from us anyway, so might as well just wear it to school today. So Mason wore a plaid flannel, like uh, grungy kind of shirt. He wore a Mickey Mouse t-shirt under it because he knows I love Mickey Mouse as evidenced here, here, and here. Um, and then uh, 
I'm getting much better at remembering which side to do that on. I could be a weatherman. Um, and then uh, Claire wore an oversized polo, uh, oversized striped polo shirt, pink and white stripes with a, with a pony on it, because I could rock one of those. Dillard's in McAllen, Texas, knew I was coming. I saved up my money, and I would always go to that Ralph Lauren section. I used to say Ralph Lauren, because I thought that was the way you say it. That's how trashy country people say it. It's Ralph Lauren, like two first names, Ralph Lauren. So Ralph, the Ralph Lauren section there, which was gorgeous. They always are. And um, so oversized shirt. So I put her in that. She's like, you did not wear something like this. I'm like, girl, I did. Uh, rolled up the sleeves because I always roll up my sleeves. And um, tucked in the front, let it hang out the back. And then had a belt, a braided belt that then she wove through and then let the long side hang down. None of my belts hang long anymore on me. But my belts on her, it was like halfway to the knee. So um, she, uh, oh, I remember what Tuesday was now. Thank you, Monica, for the reminder on that. She says theirs was workout Wednesday. There were athletic clothes. Tuesday for us was dress in your favorite sports team. And our kids were like, well, do we have a favorite sports team? What do we wear? So they both just wore SMU t-shirts. I don't even know if that, that, that's not even a sports team. That's just, that's a college. But I was like, whatever, wear an SMU t-shirt. That's what they were. So, um, but there is none tomorrow because we have no school tomorrow. So it is done and done. Um, we have parent or student-led parent-teacher conferences. Our kids lead the student conferences. They present to us all the things they've learned, what they like, what they don't like, where they think their weaknesses are, what they think their strengths are, uh, how they're going to reconcile that. It's basically like a performance review that they're giving of themselves. Um, and then they leave and then we just talk about them. So, um Mom is saying I had pink and white stripes polo and a blue and white stripes polo. This was a blue and white one. So when we lived in Midland, I loved those shirts. This one looked exactly like one of the ones that you would have worn, Mom. It was kind of a man's shirt, blue and white, thin stripes, kind of a, not linen, it's like poplin. I don't know what the material is. Um, really, really a pretty shirt. Would look great with a diamond necklace or pearls. I should have given her my pearls to wear, but I didn't wear that in high school. So, um <laughs> you're like oh here we go um and this just came today this is my new diamondique from qvc i wanted something a little bigger than my other one it's a little big there like i'm not sure i'm, I'm digging that part of it it was like 85 bucks very sparkly and shiny so all righty oh and then um no that's it i can talk about the other thing later I will probably not be here tomorrow. I'm just going to warn y'all. I'm not committing to that. But if it is our day off and um, all of that, I do not know if I will be here tomorrow. So if I'm not, I will have, hope you have a great weekend and I'll see you next week. I've just got, we're going to Lizzo tomorrow night. Yay. And doors open at 630. She does not come on though until like nine something. I got the, the when you have a suite, they send you the schedule of the performers. Lotta, Lotto, Latte, Lotta. I'm so fucking old, is the opening act. Uh, I know her when I hear her, but I couldn't tell you any of her songs. Um, and there's a DJ before that. But yeah, so got all the catering ordered. It's all good. So if I see you, I see you. Um, and if not, just remember, I love you. It's important. I know you were loved. I love that you watched this. Thank you so much. It is great therapy. My second therapy session of the day, if you count my psychiatrist visit earlier. Um Take care of yourself. Don't shoot yourself to death. And I'll see you next time for another episode of Cooped Up Live.
should I say, talk to you later. Bye. By the way, when I put this on earlier, I thought these were the same color. That's I'm colorblind too. Bye.